Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or the Notorious Fantasy Edit. Today's video, I'm bringing you guys a half PPR 10-team league from the ninth overall spot. I'm going to be doing a mock draft from a bunch of different positions, a bunch of different variety of league sizes and league settings to make sure that I can try to help all of you guys out and win that 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. So right now, you are the second video of today. There was a video before this, so if you guys want to check that out after the end of this video, I would really appreciate that. I thought it was a good video, and I think that you guys will all enjoy so before we get into the video I'd like to ask if you guys could please go down below and click that subscribe button if you're new I put out content every single day I try to upload double every single day so two videos every single day and during the season it's going to be three videos every single day so I would really appreciate if you guys click that subscribe button it would really help me out a lot and it's going to help other people out because they're going to be able to find my YouTube channel even easier the bigger that it gets you could also check out my Patreon for my draft guide it is $7.50 for the whole month of August so I'd really appreciate that so this draft is a regular standard league. It's not like a dynasty league. It's just a normal redraft league. Half PPR snake draft, obviously, because if you guys are playing in linear drafts, tell your commissioner he's a dumbass. Don't be doing that. 10 team from the ninth overall spot. The roster positions are one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, flex, kicker, defense, and six bench spots. We're doing this on Fancy Pros Draft Wizards so we can draft up against the computer. I selected all these things, composite ADP, Yahoo Sports ADP, Fantrax ADP, Fancy Football Calculator ADP, and composite best ball to try to make sure we get the best looking draft or the most accurate draft to what I believe is going to happen in your guys real leagues in just a couple of weeks once we start drafting or some people already draft now nothing against that since obviously players might get hurt but you want to make sure that you can draft with everyone at the draft so if we're looking at the draft board to begin the draft we can see that Christian McCaffrey came off the board followed by Saquon Barkley Ezekiel Elliott Michael Thomas Alvin Kamara Derrick Henry Dalvin Cook and Devontae Adams so a very typical start to a 10-team draft. You see two wide receivers come off the board. Since it's not standard, it's a half PPR league. That is obviously going to happen. Even in standard leagues, likely Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams may not escape the end of the first round in those type of leagues. So, very normal start to the draft. Nothing too weird or out of the ordinary. You guys know my opinion if you've been here for a while. I just don't... I like Dalvin Cook. I think he's an amazing player. So, don't make you... I don't want you guys to think that I think Dalvin Cook's some type of a fucking bum who's out there on a peg leg. The guy's just kind of injury prone. He just always misses misses games, so that does scare me, especially when you need to play the whole fucking season to win your fantasy football championship, so I try to avoid guys like that in the early rounds, but I would not argue you picking him, because if he could stay healthy, he would be one of the best players in fantasy football, so looking at the board right now, the board is very wide open. If you wanted to go quarterback, you could, but don't do that, because drafting a quarterback in the first round or second round severely tarnishes your fantasy football roster, because the value at quarterback it goes very deep into the draft, whereas the value at running back really dissipates after like the third round. Well, this is a 10-team league so around the third or fourth round it really starts to dissipate so the running back it's either running back or wide receiver here for me you could go tight end but if you wanted to get a tight end at the 109 you might as well just wait until the second round since typically no one's going to pick a tight end in the first round they used to but now they typically fall to like the second or the third round so looking at the board here to me there's one clear pick and it's joe mixon now, the reason why I like Joe Mixon so much is I just feel like the Cincinnati offense is going to evolve in its second year under Zach Taylor. I think last year, they were a very confused offense. They had fucking Andy Dalton in. Then they yanked Andy Dalton on his birthday. Then they put in Ryan Finley. Then they yanked Ryan Finley, put back in Andy Dalton. They drafted a tackle in the early or the first round of the draft in the 2019 NFL draft. And that guy, in typical Bengals fashion, just gets absolutely skadoodled and doesn't end up playing a single game in 2019. And he's returning this year. 
I just think the team is going to look much better under Joe Burrow. I would not argue any pick under CEH. I would not argue Nick Chubb. I would not argue Miles Sanders, Kenyon Drake, Austin Eckler, or Josh Jacobs at this pick. So don't go ahead and try to fucking murder me in the comment section. You can go with any of those guys. But to me, I prefer Joe Mixon the most. I think his pass catching work will go up. I understand some people think, oh, he's not going to be getting that many pass catching opportunities as long as Gio Bernard is behind him. But I don't think Gio Bernard is very good. And I think if Joe Mixon actually works on his pass catching game and Joe Burrow actually dumps the ball off to him because Joe Burrow was king of dumping the ball to CEH and get the ball to the running back in LSU, that I think that Joe Mixon will be able to be involved in that pass catching game. So that is why I'm going to go with Mr. Joseph Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals. I really think this Bengals team is going to look better in 2020, and it's pretty hard to fucking look worse than they did last year, considering they got the first pick to get their guy, Joseph Burrow. So looking at the draft board after we went with Joseph Mixon, Tyree Kill came out the board, followed by DeAndre Hopkins. So two wide receivers going at the turn pick at the 10. Very typical. You're going to be seeing that in a whole bunch of leagues. Since at the turn pick, you can go ahead and snag two top four wide receivers. Personally, I would have went with Julio Jones and Tyreek Hill. That just would have been my stack, but hey, that guy went for DeAndre Hopkins, who I just feel might not be as good as he has been in the past, but he's obviously still one of the best wide receivers in the NFL talent-wise, and I think that next year he will really return to form and probably be a top three guy. Yet again, I just think it might take a couple of weeks to get connection with Kyler Murray. They might have, like, some T-Mobile connection the first couple of weeks, and then a couple weeks in, they're going to have that perfect Verizon connection. No free ads, though. I'm not actually sponsored by Verizon. I just know that fucking T-Mobile sucks the absolute wee-wee. So looking at the draft board right now, we could go either way. We could go wide receiver. We could go tight end here in the second round. Now, it is a 10-team league, so I'm more likely to put and weigh more uh, type of value on the tight end position since I believe it is more valuable due to the fact that there's only 10 teams, so a lot of the teams are going to look stacked in this league, but your team is going to be even more stacked because it has a valued position at a, that is high scarcity because there's only a couple of good tight ends when you really think about it. There's only a couple of guys that are going to be week in, week out, top three, top five guys. That's probably going to be Kittle, Kelsey, and Mark Andrews. So if you can get one of those guys in your draft, it really elevates your roster. But it's not as important as in an eight-team league because in an eight-team league, I really view the tight end as a vital position to get early. Since everyone's team is legitimately just godlike, it's a bunch of fucking Greek gods fighting against each other as long as you're not drafting with a bunch of dumbasses. So that's why I value the tight end position there in 8 and 10 team leagues. But without further ado, we are going to go running back here. I like going that back-to-back running back start. The wide receiver depth is unreal in 2020. It is balls deep. You can literally wait to like the fifth round and then just start loading up on wide receivers in a 10 or in a 10 team league. And you're still going to find guys that are going to be top 12 on any on potential given weeks during the season especially against ideal matchups it's very simple this year more than ever so I'm gonna go ahead and draft a running back here now you can go with a variety of guys here CH Nick Chubb Miles Sanders Kenya Drake Josh Jacobs Austin Eckler I wouldn't argue any of them now I have not drafted CH recently at all on any of my teams And I like to tell people to kind of diversify their teams. If you're playing in multiple different leagues, don't just draft Nick Chubb. Don't just draft Austin Eckler in every single league. Try to diversify and go a little bit different. Now, I preferred CEH's value in the third round, but now that Damian Williams has opted out, he's made his way all the way into the first round or the second round of many drafts. So I'm not going to argue picking him here, and that's who I am going to pick. I think the Kansas City offense is just going to be flowing. They're going to be flowing like a girl on her period. It's just going to be flying out there, the goddamn Red Sea. 
see you get it because, you know, uh, your period's red and so are the Kansas City Chiefs. Pretty fucking funny joke there. But CH is going to be able to tear it up. He's going to be getting, seeing a bunch of rushes, a bunch of dump-off opportunities from Patty Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes pretty much hand-selected CH to be the pick in the first round. I believe they will use him heavily. So I like CH here in the second round of my fantasy football draft. So right now through two rounds, we have Joseph Mixon and CH to be the head honcho players of our team. Maybe we can see if a tight end did end up falling our way in the third round. After we went with CH, Josh Jacobs came off the board, who would have probably been the normal pick for me. That's who I would have preferred. But at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you diversify your team. Since I've played in a bunch of different leagues, I try to get different players in every league. Since you're going to be wrong probably like 60% of the time, 50% of the time, so if you're really bought in on a certain player, just draft another player that you feel more indifferent on and see how it ends up going because you don't want to have your every single team you draft be completely fucked over by one player. So after that, we see Josh Jacobs, Pat Mahomes, uh, then Nick Chubb, Miles Sanders, Julio Jones, Lamar Jackson, Kenyon Drake, our Aaron Jones, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Chris Godwin, Austin Eckler, Kenny Galladay, Mike Evans, Odell Beckham Jr., and Leonard for net. So the big two quarterbacks, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, come off in the second round, very typical, and then Kelsey and Kittle go in the third round, very typical typical as well. You're going to see all four of those guys typically go off the board around the second or third round, and then the rest of the tight ends like Mark Andrews will probably fall about a round later. So looking at the board, the first couple of rounds are heavily dominated by the running back position the first two rounds, and then the third round is really where we're going to start to see the wide receivers get drafted. In the first two rounds, we saw five wide receivers get drafted. So far through the third round, we're just eight picks in. We have seen four wide receivers get drafted, so one less than the whole first two rounds of the draft, which is going to be very typical since everyone really is trying to load up on running backs early this season. So now that we are in the third round, we're going to have to either take a chance and wait on tight end or get Mark Andrews. But looking at the draft board right here, I want to see who I want to pick before I come because you guys need to understand that you don't need to come into the draft with any given strategy of the draft. Don't come into the draft thinking, holy shit, I need to draft two running backs in the first two rounds. Don't come in thinking, I need to draft two wide receivers. Don't come in thinking, I need a tight end and I need a running back. Don't do that. Don't put yourself inside of a box because then you're going to reach on value that just is not there. So looking at the running backs, they are very, very diluted right now in the third round. No guys that are really screaming out their name, Alejandro, to make me want to pick them. At the wide receiver position, there's a bunch of solid players. At the tight end position, there's Mark Andrews and Zach Ertz still available. I really prefer Mark Andrews over the rest. So I think I'm going to go ahead and pick my wide receiver here due to the fact that I think Mark Andrews will fall to me. I'm just going to hope and pray to the fantasy football gods that he does, considering this team started with two wide receivers, so they're likely going to try to load up on running back here considering they don't have any and the running backs will fall off even further even though these guys are more concerning in the third round if they wait until the fifth and sixth round it is going to look even worse. So we're going to wait on the tight end and snag a wide receiver. Now, there's a couple of guys here that I would not argue picking. That's DJ Moore, Adam Thielen, or uh, Allen Robinson here at this pick. Personally, I have DJ Moore ranked the highest, so that's who I'm going to go ahead and get. But I took DJ Moore in the last video, so I will draft Allen Robinson here since I view them as the same tier of player. I'm going to talk up Allen Robinson real quick for you guys. So he's a Chicago Bear. Obviously, 9-inch Nick Foles is going to likely be the starting quarterback. Kissing Titties Trubisky is going to get the axe. He just was not good last last year. I understand that he actually may have had an injury that he was playing through, and that might have been why he looked so bad. So he could still be the starter, but I really think they brought in Nick Foles for a reason, and that is to take that job from Trubisky. I think Allen Robinson, he has done it with Blake Bortles. He's done it with Mitch Trubisky, these garbage quarterbacks. So if he gets just a slight, 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 slight 
better of a quarterback in Nick Foles. I think he could really tear it up. He was a guy that eviscerated defenses last year in Chicago, and I think he could do it yet again in 2020. So right now, through our first three picks, we have Joe Mixon, CEH, and Al Robinson. So looking at the board after we went with Al Robinson, Amari Cooper came off the board, followed by Todd Gurley. So we were right to take that chance at the wide receiver position and wait on tight end Mark Andrews because he fell to us in the fourth round. If we don't pick him here, he's not going to come back to us. Now, why do I like Mark Andrews so much? It's actually because of what we saw last year. We saw Mark Andrews really go from a guy that was a late-round draft pick. He was a late-round flyer. A lot of people were bought into him, but they weren't thinking, hey, he's going to be a top-five guy. No. He said, psych with that, I am a top five guy, and absolutely balled out with Baltimore not being the most pass-heavy offense ever. They were very, very run-heavy last season, and I think with them having to pass the ball more, Mark Andrews is going to be getting even more work. And while I like Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews is the true wide receiver one there. Lamar Jackson just loves to feed Mark Andrews the ball, and he was a touchdown machine last year, and I really don't see that changing all that much, considering he's clearly Lamar's favorite pass-catching option, so I'm going to go ahead and draft Mr. Maki Mock Andrews here in the fourth round, and then load up on some more running backs and wide receivers as the next couple of rounds go on. So now we're in the fifth round of the draft, and this is the best thing about 10-team leagues is because it's still loaded. Even in 12-team leagues, the fifth round is still locked and loaded with talent at the wide receiver position, so that's why you can really go ahead and just wait in your draft and draft some later. So as you can see, though, a lot of them are going to be flying off the board here since everyone pretty much has their running backs already. After I went with Andrews, Thielen came off the board, followed by Melvin Gordon, Cooper Cup, Chris Godwin, or not Chris Godwin, Chris Carson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Le'Veon Bell, A.J. Brown, D.J. Moore, Calvin Ridley, Cortland Sutton, Zach Ertz, John O'God, Taylor, Robert Woods, Keenan Allen, Tyler Lockett, and T.Y. Hilton. Uh, out of those picks, T.Y. Hilton's a guy I don't really like at all. I'm not really bought into A.J. Brown, but I will draft him since I'm kind of indifferent on him. Cortland Sutton I'm bought out on due to the fact that I think Denver just has too many cooks in the kitchen there. At the wide receiver position, picks I really liked. I liked Calvin Ridley. I really liked Jonathan Taylor. I really liked Robert Woods at that value in the fifth round. So now it is our turn to make our selection. At running back, you could go James Conner, David Johnson, David Montgomery would be the picks there for me at wide receiver. DJ Chark, Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf would be the leans for me, preferring to get Chark or McLaurin. Now, I talk these guys up in every video. They're like my fifth round pick pretty much every single time due to the fact that they're always here in the fifth round, and I talk so highly of both these guys. I have Terry McLaurin ranked the highest. I think I took DJ Chark last time, so I'm going to take Terry McLaurin this time to talk Terry McLaurin up real quick. Last season, the guy was a rookie. He's the wide receiver one on the team. He's a fucking beast. He is destroying defenses, and he did it with multiple different quarterbacks. Did it with Colt McCoy, Dwayne Trashcan, Hashkins, and I believe even other quarterbacks were playing as well, and he was still able to do it. Dwayne Hashkins just completely forgot that he played college ball with Ter Terry McLaurin. He just looked awful. He was not accurate to him, but I think Der Dwayne Hashkins has put in the work in the offseason to look better in 2020, meaning Terry McLaurin will look better because the ball is getting thrown to him better, and Terry McLaurin was catching the ball even if it was 90 feet over his head, so he's going to go ahead and be able to go up and get the ball, and I really believe that the Washington team is going to look far better in 2020 under Mr. River Boat Ron. So looking at the draft picks after one, Terry McLaurin, David Johnson came out the board, followed by Darren Waller. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. It's free. And like I said at the beginning of the video, I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship. Looking now at the sixth round of the draft, we're probably going to have to go ahead and take some more running backs since we really loaded up on the wide receiver and tight end position. It's time to start taking some shots at the running back 
position. So James Conner or Dave Montgomery would be the pick here. Whether you'd prefer to go safe or you'd prefer to go risky would be my determining factor between these two players. Now, the reason why I like James Conner is because when he's healthy, the guy is a top 12 back. Just the big win is like a probably 10 games to 12 games this season. But if he's healthy, he will be good. Dave Montgomery was very safe last season, did not play up to expectations. So that's why he's falling down in the draft boards. I think he could really exceed those expectations when nine-inch Nick Foles playing the quarterback position since they won't be as scared of the run since they were not fearing Mr. Trubisky throwing the ball at all. So David Montgomery would be the safer pick here. James Conner's the riskier pick. Mark Ingram, I just do not like. I think his touchdown total was way too high last year. If the touchdown total goes down, his complete value will completely go through the ground, through the earth, and be submerged six feet under in his death. So, David Devin Singletary, I just don't like due to the fact that I don't think that it's going to be a real workhorse load for Devin Singletary, Raheem Mostert. It's kind of a running back by committee there in San Francisco. So, I'm going to go ahead here and take the riskier pick in James Conner as my flex. I'm going to load up on some more running backs later, so if James Conner misses, we still have other guys at the position that could fill in there. Plus, we could start a wide receiver in our flex that we draft later if James Conner is an absolute bumski, like he could be if he was to get hurt, but I think he will be very good as long as he can stay healthy. So right now, through seven rounds of the draft, through our first six picks, we got Joe Mixon, C.H., Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin, Mark Andrews, and James Conner, so a very diverse roster. We're really picking every position here. Three running backs, two wide receivers, and one tight end. So very solid roster so far to start the draft. Now the question is, do we want to go ahead with wide receiver, or do we want to go ahead and take a running back here because we need another running back? That's the real question. Do I think a running back will fall to me? Because I think there is a fall-off at the wide receiver position after Tyler Boyd. I have Tyler Boyd ranked inside of the top 20 at my wide receiver position because I really think the guy's going to tear it up. And in the seventh round, there is some amazing value there. Even drafting two guys on the same team of the Cincinnati Bengals, some people might fret. They might shit their pants thinking the Cincinnati Bengals weren't all that good last season. Why do you want to draft two guys on that team? It's because it doesn't matter what fucking team they're on. It doesn't matter what your name is Jabroni because they're still going to be good players. They're just on not that great of a team, but I think the team will be better this year. Like I said earlier under Zach Taylor. So I think we're going to go ahead and take that shot here and draft the wide receiver and wait on running back. Just a couple of picks since it's only two more picks until our draft pick. So we're going to go with Tyler. Yeah, Boyd of the Cincinnati Bengals. Bike to bike years at over 1,000 yards. He can do it yet again in 2020. The guy's a monster. He plays better with A.J. Green. Healthy, so don't give me none of that mumbo jumbo about him or about A.J. Green probably playing a couple of games this year. So draft board after our pick was key or, uh, DeAndre Swift and Cam Akers. So two running backs went back to back, but it's okay. There's still guys I like on the board. I do like Cam Akers, not as on board with DeAndre Swift, but the seventh round's a fine price to pay for a guy with a bunch of upside if carry-on was to go down, but I think if carry-on is healthy, we don't see him really do anything considering they are a really low, low, low run percentage team. Looking at the board, Kareem Hunt still available at running back, followed by Ronald Jones, Jordan Howard, James White, J.K. Dobbins, Sony Michelle, so there's a bunch of value at the running back position here. So here, there's a couple of options at running back. If you wanted to go for the safer pick, you just draft Kareem Hunt. You throw him in your flex every couple of weeks. When he has a good matchup, and if Nick Chubb was to go down, he'd be great. If you want to go with a bit more risky of a pick, you go with Ronald Jones for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who I think has a shit ton of upside, but could be hindered by the fact that the backfield is cloudy with Vaughn and Shady McCoy, even though Shady McCoy does really scare me. Or you go with the safest pick of them all. That's James White, running back of the New England Patriots. And to me, I'm really moving up on James White, so I'm going to go ahead and pick him here in the eighth round 
round, even though he might be there for me in the ninth round. I'm really high on him. I really think Cam Newton is going to be dumping the ball off to him a lot, and I think his involvement is going to be very heavy on this New England Patriots team. So we are going to go ahead and draft James White here with our eighth round selection. Now, there's going to be a while until it is our ninth round pick. Obviously, if there's a real draft, you're just going to be shitting, sitting there, shitting your pants, just sitting there bored because it takes a while, but it's okay because this is a fast draft, so we're going to be flying through this thing. After James White, we see Marlon Mack followed by Hollywood Brown, Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt, Julian Edelman, Brandon Cook, San Francisco 49ers defense. Don't take a defense early. Wait until the last two rounds to do it. Your team will just look like shit because you're ruining the value. Even in the ninth round, the eighth round, you're thinking, oh, the picks aren't too good here. The pick there is way better than the pick in the 14th round that you could have really had to draft a defense. And instead, you'd have to draft a running back there or a wide receiver. After that, we see Will Fuller followed by John Brown, Deontay Johnson, Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, J.K. Dobbins, Sony Michelle, Darius Geis, and Carrion Jetson. Don't draft Darius Geis. He's not going to get picked up by another team after what he did. I don't believe it at all. It might take a year for him to get added to a team. And if he was to get added, it would be more than halfway into the 2020 fantasy football season. So looking at the draft board right now, looking at the picks available right here, it's so obvious that we have to go with Ronald Jones here. He's a running back with top 20 or top 10 potential on a given week, especially with if Tampa Bay Tom Brady is sloshing the defenses because if they get onto the one-yard line, they just hand the ball to Ronald Jones. He plows through them. The guy gained a bunch of weight. He's a thick motherfucker now so that he can run through the defense. He looked good last season. I think he will look even better in 2020, especially with a much better Tampa Bay offense who's going to be able to run the ball because Jameis Winston instantly took the team out of the game like five plays in the game by just throwing an absolute yick, and then they're down by seven or 14 if the other team already scored on the first drive, and now the running game is absolutely out the window, but now the running game will be possible. We've seen with Tampa Bay or with Tom Brady, the run game really be able to flourish in New England, and I think think it will be able to flourish here in Tampa Bay with Ronaldo Jones here. So after we went with Ronald Jones, Philip Lindsay came out the board, followed by Darius Slayton. So now we want to either probably go with a quarterback. We might want to go with the tight end. We are in the 10th round. There's still a bunch of good quarterbacks still available, so we could probably wait here for the quarterback position. The wide receivers aren't looking super hot, though, so we might just want to go ahead and get that quarterback rather than reaching on a wide receiver that I don't love all that much. So we are going to do that and draft quarterback Matt Ryan here. I think Matt Ryan has top five potential. I've talked about this a million times. It's the Matty Ice theory. The theory of Matty Ice that I developed It's he has a good year for fantasy, then a great year. So he finishes like a top 15 quarterback, then he finishes top two, then top 15, then top two. So he had a good year last year. I think he's going to have a great year this year. Atlanta is a very pass-heavy offense, the number one pass-heavy offense in the NFL last season. And I think we could see them be in the top five again. And as long as they're in that top five, Matt Ryan is going to be able to absolutely sling the rock all 2020 and FL season and that's going to be able to make Matt Ryan potentially be that top five quarterback that you would want out of a guy drafting in the 10th round so looking at the draft board after one with Matt Ryan McCall Hardman came off the board followed by Jordan Howard Matt Breida Tariq Cohen Hunter Henry Tevin Coleman Drew Brees Keyshawn Vaughn Emmanuel Sanders Alexander Madison who's a great pick but the, if you draft Dalvin Cook you have to draft him Dalvin Cook was drafted over here they didn't get him, so if you are drafting Dalvin Cook, please make sure to reach up and get Alexander Madison to make sure you have that solidified running back core for the Minnesota Vikings. After that, we see Mike Williams come off the board, followed by Darrell Henderson, Easy e Evan Ingram, C.D. Lam, Jerry Judy, and Sterling Shepard. So the wide receiver core is kind of eviscerated here, but we can still snag a guy with some upside, and I'm actually starting to buy more in on Golden Tate, potentially being the wide receiver two there behind Mr. Sterling Shepard. Since Sterling Shepard is kind of injury-prone, so is 
Easy E, Evan Ingram. So it could really be Golden Tate absolutely tearing it up in 2020, but I'm going to go ahead and draft the guy I always draft in the 11th round, Anthony Miller. As long as the guy doesn't get hurt, he is going to be very good this year. I don't care that I have Allen Robinson. I really don't at all. Since Miller's not like my wide receiver two, they're not my wide receiver one and two, he's just a guy that may fly into the flex spot every couple of weeks, and I think that Anthony Miller definitely has some amazing upside there in Chicago, especially if nine-inch Nick Foles is starting at the quarterback position, so after our pick was Latavius Murray and then Tyler Higby, so now we're going to reach back into the running back well here with our 12th overall pick. So here's a big question. Typically, my 11th or 12th round pick is Zach Moss, but now with Antonio Gibson, looking like he's going to have that potential to be the running back one there. Do I want him? I think it will take a couple of weeks. So if you want a first week starter, first couple of weeks, you draft AP. But a couple of weeks in the season, I think Antonio Gibson is going to be able to get it down and be a baller for the Washington football team. So we're going to go ahead and draft Antonio Gibson here. I talked about him earlier in my video about guys that I think have tremendous breakout potential in 2020. I talked up Antonio Gibson. So we're going to go ahead and draft him here in the 12th round. I see immense upside there in Washington for Mr. Antonio Gibison. So looking at the draft board after we went with Gibson, we could see Hooper came out the board, followed by Gronk, Jared Cook, Jamison Crowder, Duke Johnson, New England Patriots defense, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, Aaron J- uh, Rodgers, Tony Pollard, Adrian Peterson, Rashad Penny, Zach Moss, Henry Ruggs, Jason, or not Jason Edmonds, Chase Edmonds, Boston Scott, and Justin Jackson. Hmm. And now it's time to draft Mr. Irrelevant of our roster. We can either go running back or wide receiver. We don't draft two quarterbacks. We don't draft two tight ends. It's a 10-team league. You can just cut someone and pick someone else up. Even though I love Hayden Hurst, I don't think we need him since we're never going to even start him ahead of Mark Andrews. So we're going to go ahead here and take our shot at a wide receiver and draft my boy Nikhil Harry, a guy I also talked about in today's video. I love this guy. The upside is immense in New England for Nikhil Harry to really have a breakout season. After last year, being injury riddled at the beginning of the season, not being able to get that work with Tom Brady to develop that type of connection that Tom Brady wants. So Nikhil Harry is going to have that potential to get that connection with Cam Newton. He's already been practicing with him. So I think we could see a great year out of Mr. Nikhil. Harry in 2020. So first kicker drafted of the draft was Justin Rawweiser. I see no reason why that even just happened. It should have been Bucker. should have been Tucker, the fucker, so I don't get that at all. Carson Wentz was also picked, so now it's time to draft our defense. We are going to go ahead and find a defense playing a shitty offense week one. Do the Steelers have a good team they're playing against week one? Let's see. They're playing up against the Giants, so I want to believe in the Steelers defense, a great defense from last year, but we stream defenses. You draft one for week one, then if they have a hard matchup week two, you just cut them, and then you find a new defense. I make video Videos every single week on which defense to pick up so it's going to be very simple for you guys to figure out in 2020 so a bunch of kickers a bunch of defenses went as well as Larry Legend and no offense so now it's time to pick our kicker you just close your eyes and pick a kicker there will be a kicker video for you guys but we're gonna go with my old bitch lame but my young hoku Atlanta Falcons kicker young hoku so to recap our team our quarterback was Matty Ice our running backs were Joe Mixon and CH our wide receivers are Al Robinson Terry McLaurin our tight end is Marky Mark Andrews our flex is James Conn our defense and kicker are the Steelers defense and Young Hoku. Our bench is comprised of Tyler, yeah, Boyd, James White, Ronald Jones, Anthony Miller, Antonio Gibson, and Nikhil Harry. So if at any point in this video you ended up enjoying, please make sure to click that subscribe button. I love each and every single one of you motherfuckers. Make sure to check out the Patreon. Check out one of the videos on your screen as well. And I'll see you guys at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow with yet another heater of a video. I love you all. Good boy.